0: You're listening to the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for our weekly visit with Baylor softball coach
1: Glenn Moore. Here's John Morris with Coach Moore.
0: Back with us, John Morris Show, and pleased to welcome in Baylor softball coach Glenn Moore as we, uh, well, wrap up the season. Coach, which you wish you were still going, moving on to a super regional and on from there, but uh, the season has come to an end, but thanks for being on with us today.
1: Well, thanks for having me, John. It's been a pleasure all year. I was really excited about uh, what this team accomplished this year.
0: Yeah, and there's a lot to be excited about, right? You you uh, you finished earlier than anybody would have liked, but, man, you had some real highlights during the year.
1: Yeah, so, I, you know, again, I, I, think, um, I think this team really performed well at a high level every time they went out there. I remember one time earlier in the year where I felt they had allowed the uh, – you know, the rigors of uh, class and school and being on the road uh, let them show up a little bit less than uh, they were typically showing up uh, with energy and excitement. And we discussed that, and I don't think it happened again the rest of the year and certainly came away with some memories and some big wins and tough losses. But, uh, man, I think they really maximized the, their ability through some adverse situations with injuries and illnesses and things like that. So I'm really proud of them.
0: Yeah, six uh, top five wins. I mean, I don't know this. I should have asked Katie uh, Gilmore, but have you ever had that many top five wins in one season?
1: No, and I don't think anybody else had them in the country, and that was one of the concerning factors with not being awarded a a 15 or 16 seed uh, in hosting was, uh, you know, the committee, Said that Alabama was awarded, uh, curiously awarded, a top five national seed because they had uh, five top ten wins right. and we had six top five wins. So you know that's uh, some of the transparency we'd like to get more answers from the committee on their decisions. And uh, we obviously did some things down the stretch that um, gave them reason to not award us that. But uh, yeah, those that's, that's huge. That cannot be over, overstated with what this team did and uh on the road as well with uh a few of those.
0: Yeah, Tennessee, two wins uh two wins there. Uh part of those five top five six top five wins this year. And this is not uh this is not beating a dead horse. This is not sour grapes, but how can you follow up maybe with the committee or, you know, trying to get that transparency, you know, just so you'll know moving forward.
1: You know, I think that's something we push for with the uh NFCA in our uh, coaches um, association, where we, you know, get them to do some of the things you're seeing in other sports, where they answer tough questions. There were, there was, there was a little bit of that, but the questions weren't very tough, you know. So. Um, uh, there's going to always be some that are unhappy and uh, some that are rewarded bigger uh, things they didn't think they would be uh, ways they didn't think they'd be rewarded. I get that. And I, I certainly know that we're not privileged to all the information that goes on behind the door. And that's one of the reasons I think there should be a little more transparency to, to answer those questions. I'm not saying they made the wrong decisions, but we would just like to know why they make those decisions sometimes.
0: Sure. And would it affect maybe your scheduling moving down the road if you get you know get some answers like that?
1: Yes. And you know, we, I've scheduled uh, according to what I've heard over the years right. uh, was important as as well. You know, that's a that's another thing. Our our strength of schedule overall was lower than I can I can't even figure out how they rated us at uh, such a low strength of schedule. Uh, but I, I do know that some of the teams that traditionally are, that we played that are traditionally top 100s uh, fell pretty low into the 150s and, and even lower. We won all of those games. So uh, I've always heard that if you're going to play those, those teams with the uh, um, higher uh, strength of schedules, uh, uh, RPI, And you need to make sure you don't lose them. And we didn't lose those games. Uh, The only losses we have, I think, were top 100. So it shouldn't have hurt us a whole lot. But we had some really, really big uh, key wins that uh, turned a lot of heads.
0: Yeah, and the uh the interesting part is you've got the win over Oklahoma, the gift that keeps on giving because now Oklahoma is back hosting a super regional and that one, you know, on the uh lost side of the ledger keeps showing up. And and you you, you can almost feel people saying, Ooh, one loss, who beat him? Oh, it was Baylor. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that big, you know, as as uh, they continue to play really, really well.
1: It is big and those who know the sport and know what's uh you know, how it's supported up there and, and, uh, you know, with NIL and everything that's going on these days to you know, to know the, the the level or unlevelness of the playing field, to be able to uh, get a victory there. And, and, and the kids competed, even in the three losses against them, they competed really well. And they've won more than half their games by the eight run mercy rule. Uh, They're just, uh, you know, an elite level club and, and everyone brings the uh, Baylor, um, you know, every time they play, the yeah. one loss and that blemish there is something, you know, they, of course, hate, but it's uh, certainly something that our girls can be proud of. And it was no accident. We didn't play a perfect ball game, but we played well enough to, to beat them on that occasion. All
0: right, let's go back to that date. February 19th, Getterman Stadium. You beat uh, beat Oklahoma 4-3. to Shea Govan had a big three-run homer. And pitching-wise, it was the combo of uh, Dari Orm and Aliyah Benford uh, and, and that was a big part of that win, wasn't it? To have those two who really complimented each other, uh, you know, to, to work, to get the victory over OU.
1: Absolutely. And, and neither of which we did, we have in postseason. you know, we, we lost, uh, Aaliyah shortly after that and, um, uh, out for the season. And then, uh, Daria, of course, uh, we shut her down just recently, um, but uh, Dari throws hard. Aaliyah can throw hard and mix speeds, and that was a key when Dari went as far as she could go. We had a great uh, change of pace, if you will, a different look with Aaliyah They kept them off balance. They're, you know, they're 15 deep and all-American type hitters, so they can lose several of their top hitters and bring in, um, you know, that type of talent to, to replace them. So there's no. There's no easy outs on that team, so you have to keep mixing that up. And, uh, it was an outstanding pitching and defensive performance that night
0: yeah great great win really was uh and that was where i was going was down the stretch you didn't have either of those pitchers you know that helped you to the to the big win over oklahoma uh the others uh stepped in riley crandall seemed like really grew up and and got some big wins big innings for you and then uh casey west also i mean they were huge those were the two that helped you sweep texas late in the season
1: yeah riley got two wins against uh number five texas and uh, one in their backyard in case he got the middle game as well so they certainly uh, performed very well and it was great to see and just so proud of the girls to easily could have folded and said hey we don't have our best and we need our best against top 10 opponents and uh, we're defeated but these kids never and you know, we preach it every year John to, to play the name on your chest you know to, to be better than uh, we were the game before and live up to the abilities of Baylor but you just you know the 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 subconscious just has to know what's on the other side to a degree and and uh, what you're up against and your challenges and even internal challenges so um, this team never allowed that to affect them and they would uh, meet those challenges uh, you know vocally with each other and in their team meetings and calling team meetings player meetings and challenging each other and always stepped up to the plate. Didn't always play a great game, but they certainly competed every time they were out there.
0: Glenmore, our guest, Baylor's head softball coach, just wrapped up their season. And uh, only one senior on your team this year, Josie Bauer, great senior, great leadership. It's fun to celebrate her on senior day. But that says you've got a lot of young players in key roles and uh, a lot of girls coming back.
1: We really do. And I have said this is one of my favorite teams to coach, favorite teams to go to um, uh, road trips with, favorite teams to go to restaurants. They just enjoy. Um, the, the Baylor fan that supports Baylor would love hanging out with this team. They love Baylor, love representing this school, and there's a lot of talent there, and we have some talent coming in. Yes, we're going to miss Josie. Uh, we're gonna, we've had some injuries that are going to have to be taken care of with uh, a couple of surgeries over the offseason, but they'll be back. Um, yeah, I'm just really, really, really proud of what this team – this team was fighting some adversity at the regional with the stomach bug that was going through mm-hmm. through the team and, you know, some things that, uh, you know, people don't know about. I just showed the character of, of what they're about and how they fought no matter the adversity.
0: How about, uh, how about somebody like Sydney Koyazos, who uh, doesn't travel with you guys on Wednesday to Salt Lake City. She's taking the MCAT and, and then travels out there late uh, the night before and then plays a game. I mean, that really speaks to a quality person and student athlete
1: that she is. Well, it's these dang 4.0 students, you know, they're just, uh, <laughs> right. I need to coach the, C, the C-level students because they can identify with me a lot more than those. You no, know, she got in with Dan Ingram at about 3 o'clock in the morning, oh, the, gosh. the morning before we play our first game and steps right in there and, and uh, you would think she had had eight hours of sleep and was bouncing off the walls ready to go after a seven-hour MCAT Um all day long that she felt like she did pretty well on but she's something else and you know her she's high energy anyway such a leader and just a just a blessing to coach
0: that's neat that's a great story what was your message to the team either right after uh the loss to Ole Miss that ended your season or you know later that night or when you got back what was kind of your message that you wanted to leave with them
1: You know, we we stayed in the moment, and I applauded them for the team and the joy they gave me, of course, of coaching them. Um, Not every year is like that. Uh, You you have struggles, and different players handle the struggles differently. Uh, This team was truly a team and and just motivated me to coach, so I applauded them for that. Of course, we talked about Josie and her contributions. We always have a tradition of uh, having a meal together that, right before we start our exit meetings and in uh you know uh, acknowledging the contributions of the seniors and it was easy this year with such a great leader in Josie so we do that and then we ask her to get her hugs from the team and right off into the sunset and we make the transition into the the next year's team and I start challenging them and the biggest challenge with this next year's teams we're gonna we'll be basically the same team with a few additions that we were this year and um uh, you know, obviously that's exciting. We've just got to get healthy. Um, but the big challenge is to be able to recreate that culture that we had this year that won us a lot of games uh, against teams that might have been equally as talented as us. So talk to them about working hard and uh, obviously complimenting them on what we, we've done but, and enjoying that for a little while, but making sure we understood it's going to be hard to uh, match that culture and that camaraderie. The talent will be there, and it'll be improved as well with the experience. But the uh, the challenge will be uh, matching that same culture. Yeah. Well,
0: have no doubt you'll figure out a way to make that happen. Uh, again, congratulations on a really good season back in the NCAA tournament this year, and uh, we appreciate your visits all season long. Thanks for being on with us again today.
1: It's always a pleasure, John. Thank you.
0: All right, Coach. See you soon. Thanks. Glenn Moore, Baylor softball coach with us, wrapping up the season. 40 wins for Baylor softball. They got to the 40-win mark, and that is a, that is a real milestone. Uh, certainly, they would have liked to have had more. They would have liked to have had a shot at Utah out there, you know, in Salt Lake City, and, uh, but a couple of losses to Ole Miss and bowing out of the NCAA regional there.